Now on the tee, it's Maddie and the Caddy. Here's Matt Barry and Michael Collins. Wouldn't you know it? Your weekly tee box dysfunction of your favorite golf bozos is back. <laughs> Alongside the caddy. Michael Collins. I am the Maddie. This is Maddie and the Caddy, the podcast after a couple of week hiatus. Yes. Uh, you know, golf might not take an off season, but we we sure had to for a couple of weeks to get <laughs> to get some things in order. Um let now I'll do I'll do caddy quickly a, a bullet point okay. of, of what I, I think we should be getting into today. Agreed. One um, this is the quickest, and this is the only time we're going to talk about it. Caddy beat me in fantasy football three weeks ago. <laughs> Moving on. Ah, Moving on. Man. Bullet point number two. He's a whiz. Bullet point number two. Caddy flew across the country. We're going to talk about this for the event with Steph Curry and Phil Mickelson. And they I, had to stay. I was taking pictures with Clay Thompson, uh, none of which ended up on the Maddie and the Caddy social media channels and or the podcast. The Clay Thompson thing was different. Bullet point two. Bullet right. point three. Yeah. Some dude got suspended for three years for I, flipping off the gallery. I can't wait to get into this. And one. bullet point four. Tiger Woods has been cleared to practice after getting his knee scoped. So, having wait, said all no, of that. man. Look, we got to talk about Phil Mickelson losing all that weight and still yeah playing no that horrible. goes that goes into the Phil Mickelson Steph Curry umbrella all right cool. all right so having said all of that those are my bullet points I wish I would like to talk to you about today on the return podcast and I will let you have the tea box or whichever you want to talk about first well let's start from uh the last time that we spoke and I got to give a shout out to one of our listeners who actually uh hit us up on Twitter reiterating my argument and even screaming at you for not listening the last time about why tournaments have to be played this time. Yeah, but then he went back on his own argument. Yeah, he kind of a little <laughs> bit. He kind of did a little bit, which he is did. a little frustrating. But it I was, loved it. I was happy because he heard what I was saying and he was backing me up, but then he kind of made and, a left turn. Yeah, but, and then he kept listening to the pie. He, here's what he did. Here's what this guy did. He was listening to the podcast, stopped it to yell at me on Twitter, and then after he got done yelling at me at Twitter, he kept listening, and he was like, oh, damn, Matt was right. I don't know if he went <laughs> that far, whatever. I don't think he went that far. Which tends to be but, what happens. Anyway, uh, so that was really cool. As far as the fantasy football thing, I'm up 1-0, but we still have not come up with what are we? What are we playing for? Because we have one more game. That's right. We have, and you're we in have some time. bad. You're in a bad way right now. What do you mean? In our in our league, you it it's look. You're going to have a tough time winning this whole thing. Which so am I, man. Just hey. I'm currently in six. There's six playoff spots. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm yeah, five hundred. I'm, I'm I'm two and two. Yeah, two and two. One, we have one remaining undefeated team. Yeah. And did you see how much I won by last week? I did. Remember how we talked about the one week where you had 194.8 points? Yeah. And I had 194.1? Like you would have been the only one? I Last week, I literally won my match by point four. So now we call fantasy football matches now? Or point five. Let's match let's up. I you. won my matchup. Yeah, one forty point five to one forty point one. How about that, my boy? Andy and the- Randy Scott tried to. He is man. He was undefeated going into the week, 
in our league and then tried to make a stupid trade with me and karma bit him in the behind. Yeah, I don't bad trade guy needs to get slapped open handed. Was he trying to do that with you too? With a wet palm. No, but I got one from one of our other league owners. Yeah, man. Like, no. Randy, yeah, yeah. Who I, I, Randy's my homie, but come on, bro. You I'm know what that coming. says to me to you? He thinks you're dumb. Nah, you know what it was? He was trying to make me a homer because I had gotten rid of Alshon Jeffries and he was trying to make me get him back because he knows I'm an Eagles dude. So but he was trying Eagles- to get me to trade a starting running back who's putting up mad numbers, and I'm like, dude, come on, bro. If you're an Eagles fan, why do you pronounce his name wrong? Huh? Why do you pronounce his name wrong if you're an Eagles fan? Alshon Jeffrey? There you go. That's why do you always make fun of me? Because I put an S on the end of everything. Everything. You're that, I, have I a, put an S on the end of everything. I, do. I know. And I don't say bathroom. Would you like to go to the bathroom? What do you say? I always say we're the bathroom. Yeah. Oh. It's F. It's F-R, not T-H. All right. So the fantasy portion of the conversation So is the fantasy up. portion is, is, is done, uh, but we still haven't decided what we're going to gamble on. Which we will. Um, we have time. At some point, yeah. So the Clay Thompson – Event. Here's the you first know, I, trip out to the West Coast. I would I would rather hear go go with Phil Mickelson and Steph Curry because one of them's actually a pro golfer and one of them could actually be. I a know. Pro no, golfer. I'm just I'm really proud of what Chairman. the Thompson okay. Family Foundation right. is doing for the Bahamas. I want to say that. Okay, that's like fair. everything that they're everything everything at their foundation event, and I mean everything. They didn't take anything for administration. And I'm doing the air quotes. Nothing went to administrative fees. Like every dollar, every 25 cents, every nickel that they made went to the Bahamas Relief Fund. It went to helping people in the Bahamas, which I was really proud to be a part of because my brother-in-law is Bahamian and lives and has a business in Freeport, which is Freeport has been devastated yeah. um, along with Abaco. So that part was cool. Now I get home and it's like, hey, Steph Curry's playing with Phil Mickelson. Uh, you feel like going to L.A.? And I was like, uh, or Napa? Well, is it ever a bad time to go to wine country? But I just was over there. Like, I could have just hung out and taken clothes with me. But, okay. So, set it up. We're going to do a walk and talk with Phil and Steph. And then an after their round interview chatting with them. And I get out there. And I'm telling you two things. Number one, I am trying desperately to get... Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods like they did with the match yeah. to have an undercard of Tony Romo and Steph Curry. Oh, that'd be good. I know it. Thank you. Thank you. But nobody – here's the – Steph is the only one who's like, yeah, I'm in. Let's go. Tony Romo was like, nah, why don't we do me and Steph versus Tiger and Phil? I'm like, no, that's not how it be. And then when I said it to Phil, I was like, Phil – if you and Tiger do another match, how about the undercard is Tony and Steph head to head? And he was like, yo, what about me and Steph versus Tiger and there Tony? There you go. See? Which now, we could, have, we could a, have talked about this with one of them on the podcast. I'm not. <laughs> we, we, we could have raised money for Clay Thompson's foundation on the podcast. We will have the opportunity. Listen, number one, Bahamas recovery, not just, hey, we're doing a million dollars in a week, so they're good to go. Like, this is going to be years and years and years of rebuilding down there. So we'll, I'm sure maybe next year we can do the Maddie and the Caddy podcast from the event, and you could play. That'd be great. I know. I'm in. 
All right, so wait, but I like so who who came up with the idea for Steph Tiger Tony Phil? No, it was Phil Steph. Phil Steph Tiger Tony. Okay, and it was Phil's idea. They Tiger and Tony would work them. No chance. What? Nope. No chance. So what did they say to that? By the way, before we get into well, Tiger and Tony didn't say nothing because it was Phil came up with the idea after. Him and Steph played together. I don't think you're going to get like Romo is an interesting dude. Extremely interesting. Romo. Here's Romo. And can I just say was not the same guy that I had. Not I shouldn't say not the same guy. He wasn't the same interacting with me as he's been in the past, which was happily surprising for me. Now you're not his buddy. No, nah, but unless you're in Romo's clique. You're not his buddy. Right, but here's the thing. it When I saw him and talked to him at Pebble, he was kind of like a little dismissive, not in a mean way, but just kind of like, all right, like whatever, you know, I'll do a question and I'm just going to keep walking. This time when I saw him, like he said my name and, hey, Mike, what's up, man? And like came over and I, whoa, hey, man, what's going on? And like, then how did it go? Great. Oh, That's you're saying I'm, he wasn't the same guy like in Pebble. In Pebble, when I first saw him, oh, uh, this was in, Pebble. Yeah, and then Pebble, what was he like this week? This week he was great. He was honest, and I mean, it was just like I'm not following you. I thought you meant that he took a step back this week. No, I took a step I'm, forward. He took a step forward. I'm saying this in a good way. See, you're the pessimist, and I'm the optimist. No, I'm not the pessimist. You're just talking about a guy who <laughs> yeah, traveled yeah. And, and and covered him for five years in Dallas when he was with the Cowboys. <laughs> you're still the pessimist, and he doesn't do media. No, that's the, the funny thing. He normally does not do media at all, and he was cool, like. Coming over and chatting with me and stuff, and we talked off camera and like well, I was chatting with him. He had been warming up and stuff like that, and so it was like. I also will say you have heard me say this on this podcast before, and I'm I change my tune and I admit, I don't have to admit that I was wrong. I can yeah, just do. say no, I don't because I wasn't wrong, but I I did not believe that. Tony Romo could ever even sniff making a PGA Tour cut. I now believe that he might be able to do that. No, I can. believe that he can. Not in a real tournament. Not, might. Yeah, Not in a real in tournament. A, in a real tournament. Not yeah. with a real field. No yeah. way. He he played in a tournament where – so trust – look, last week at Safeway, that was a real field. That was it a was real Justin, field. It was Justin, Phil, who else? Bryson. Cameron Champ won, one, brother. aware. Like so, I'm saying, yeah, but like, top to bottom field, give like top to bottom. Listen, field. in the fall, that's what you're gonna get, dude. But that's what I'm saying. WGC right, or Zozo. Trot him out. But you know what? Like, try him you out. Call there. the John Deere a real field? Oh, what Jordan Spieth is one there, and so Zach Johnson. Yeah, that's how like, Jordan got into the Masters. Trot, trot Tony, and how out. he got into the Open. Trot Tony out there in May and see what he does. In, in what tournament though? I don't know. Pick one. Well, Colonial wouldn't make the cut. Well, local knowledge might make the cut there. Yeah, see, but is that a real field? I'd say probably, yeah. Yeah, it is. All right. Well, so I'm we saying can... I'm, I am now a believer that Tony Romo can make the cut in a PGA Tour. You know event. what I find? Well, I was not a believer before. That being said, if him and Steph play ten times, I'm putting my money on Steph every time. No. Oh my God. Yep. 
I was with you. I was with you on this argument until I watched them both play when we were at Tahoe last year. Who? Tony and Steph. I don't know. I don't. That don't count. Why? Because just like when Steph played at the Web dot well, the Corn Ferry Tour event, the, <laughs> the I know the dude gets off a plane from China and then goes to tee it up. See now, I, now okay, stay there. I'm with you in that. If Steph put in the time that that Tony did, that Steph would be Tony did you much mean better. Tony is doing. Well, that's what I'm saying. If Steph had that kind of time, Steph could compete on the Corn Ferry Tour. No. But like right now, no. Yeah, but I'm not saying right now. I'm saying equal equal time warming up, preparing for 10 matches. I'm taking Steph Curry 10 times out of 10. And I don't need you to be with me because Phil backed me up. Oh, well, gosh, in that case. I mean, what I know. What does he know? Well, he ain't got no resume. But it doesn't matter. He's a degenerate gambler. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell does that matter? Yeah, you know what? I can't understand why Phil now won't yeah. come on the podcast after last time I talked to him. He agreed to come on. He listened to one episode and then boom. Now, he, Sun Devil now stick, he's ghosting me. Sun Devil stick together. Listen. Not if they're calling each other degenerate gamblers. We take pride in that. We went that to tattoo Ari- removed. We went to Arizona. We went to Arizona State. We, we take pride in this stuff. You're not supposed to take That's pride true. in it. That's Sun Devils. Maybe right. he has a tattoo that he had removed. Hey, too. but look, 10 times out of 10 is absurd. Maybe six out of ten. Nah, because there's no way we can hypothesize. We can make this. I'll tell you why. I'll tell and I'll tell you why. And and this is the difference between why Tony is struggling now, where he is now, and and something that is going to be difficult to fix in the future with his hobby. Yeah, go ahead. It's the short game. His short game under pressure is not good. It's just not good. That's why he's Steph's, in a football booth and not a golf Steph's player. short game under pressure is phenomenal. Now, where do you stand? I go back and forth on this routinely. Oh, boy. Where do you stand? Letting him in? Yes. Oh, man. Because let me I, tell you something. Look, if you separate... Michael Collins, I'm friends with all the athletes guy versus Michael Collins. I cover golf for ESPN. You know where you should stand on this. No, I don't. No. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now. Michael Collins, the caddy, in the beginning stood at one spot and switched the way that I felt while I was caddying and has stayed on that side since then for a reason. Like – I here's the thing. All of those well, well what's the side? The side is I love the fact that like Tony Romo got a sponsor's invitation to play. I love the fact that Steph Curry got the sponsor's invitation to go play on the web.com event Corn Ferry, Ferry, which sir. is now the Corn Ferry Tour. Um I I love when celebrities like that who have legit game. Now, I was not a fan of when Jerry Rice uh, teed it up as a pro and then shot 81 and then DQ'd himself using a laser <laughs> during the event. Like, um, because... Wait, no, no, no. You're going on one of your, your Michael Collins tangents here. I just wasn't a fan of how right, Jerry... So where do, you, I, where do you stand on the Romo thing? I'm, I, I'm all for it. You are, yeah, all for it. I don't. I didn't have that. 
I had you as being the, the, okay, now, there's two parts of this. One, I think a guy like Tony Romo is good for the sport because there's name recognition. Tony but, Romo put golf on SportsCenter on a Thursday when there was football. Yeah, he's a football Enough player. said. Enough said. Yeah, but what about, see, the, you're, you're, you talk out of both sides of your mouth with this kind of thing. No, I'm not. Okay. Where One are side. you? Okay, really? Because yep. me, the guy that says some of these tournaments right now are pointless, which I still believe that they are, <laughs> you throw at me the, oh, where are these guys going to get their playing opportunities? Where are they yep. going to get their rep? Okay, well, tell yes. me he's taking that from a guy that's worked his nah, ass I, off no, through college cannot, and the mini tours. No, he's not. No, he's don't say that. You are spreading something that is very false and a narrative that a lot of people pick up that's a lie. All right, please it's correct a lie. Me. You cannot a say he is not taking a spot. He does not have one of the 144 starting spots there. So he's 145? No. A sponsor Look, if you put the Matt Berry PGA Tour event on and you put up 6 million dollars, right? Yeah. To be the Title sponsor. The, the title sponsor, you get anywhere between four to six completely unrestricted. Independent of the 144. Correct. All right. Correct. That's great. Good stuff. Well, that, you're not taking a playing opportunity away from someone. And it is not the job of the tournament to go, um, Let's see. We'll just pick number 145, 146. One. No. The job of the tournament and the tournament director is who can I bring in here? That's going to get that, the most attention. <coughs> who will sell tickets? Tony. Thank you. No, who look, will get I, eyeballs? I, I, I hear what like you're saying. Like that argument when I hear from mini tour guys like that's just – Ridiculous! They would do so. Shut up. Play All right. better. All right. Have Play you ever, better. Have you ever said this on TV, tough guy? Yes. No, you haven't. Yes, I have, I and I've gotten to crazy arguments on social media. Really? Yes. Yes. Well, with some you know, you wouldn't know because you don't see like, anything. You know, on if I had media. my opportunity, no, you wouldn't, because you've already had your opportunity and you choked it away. Okay, but in the golf sense, what's Romo done to deserve it? In That's the golf not sense. what an un. That's not what the sponsor's invitation is for. I'm not saying it's it not is. It's not for what have you done. Here's what Romo's done for golf. You want to know what Romo did? Romo got golf on Sports Center. Is John Smith going to do that? Nope. I love Smiley Kaufman. But if Smiley Kaufman had gotten a sponsor's invitation to play in Safeway, would I have stayed there Thursday and Friday? Hell no. Well, to be fair, you were there to cover Phil and stuff. Nah, I was scheduled to leave on Wednesday night. And then Romo is flirting with the cut. And next thing I knew, hey, can you just stay Thursday? Do everything on your own equipment. I'm like, yeah, cool. <clears throat> they sent the TV crew. They sent the crew home, and I did everything as a one-man band, which I, which you I'm always should, anyway. by the way. Shut up. <laughs> I like having a crew. My camera guy, sound guy, is awesome. You, man. Sh you oh. should. You should never have a sound guy. But go ahead. I know. <laughs> I'm making up. I make plenty of sounds all by myself. My goodness. Um. But see, and here's the thing. After Thursday, when Romo was done. There was all kinds of stuff going on. Like, yo, if he makes the cut, we're sending the TV crew back. Yeah, you know why? Now, you're talking about this is Saturday college football and Sunday NFL, and we're going to – now, don't tell me, you know – You know why? Jingleheimer Schmidt is bringing that 
Heat. Now, you Sorry. Know, you know why nah. this was going on? Because it was a nothing tournament. And all of a sudden, a nothing tournament got a little bit of attention. That's it. We are don't don't pivot here. Here's what we're talking about. We are talking about why someone like Tony Romo gets the sponsor's invitation as opposed to Johnny Chop over there who didn't make it through the Monday qualifier or didn't play good enough to get on to the PGA Tour. I mean, eventually like we have to Joseph Bramlett was the first alternate who is Joe, Joseph, one of my friends. He is an amazing of course dude. His is. story is fantastic. <laughs> Would he have been a better sponsor's invitation than Tony Romo? Well, he earned no. it. No. No, and I'll it. say that to his face. I love the guy to death, but he is not – he should not have gotten a sponsor's invitation over Tony Romo because he has PGA Tour experience and has made cuts. Sorry. So just so you're admitting – as long as you admit that Romo is a hired sideshow. He's a hired sideshow who has game. I agree. He could I'm, have made the cut. I'm not this saying he doesn't have different. game. I'm not saying he doesn't have game. He's got game for other tournaments other than a PGA tournament. No, he has game for the PGA Tour. No, he does. Dude, you don't shoot two under par at a PGA Tour event on on in a real round unless you have PGA Tour game. Sorry. No, you I just agree. Don't do it. Man. I agree, but he didn't do it. He did it. One round, and then he blew up. That's one more than he's done it before. And, oh, by the way, can we just, I don't know, go check a dude like Ted Potter. Cool? Because that dude's one on the PGA Tour. But you go back and you check his first year on Corn, it's Corn Fairy Tour now, whatever it was then, this dude missed every cut he put himself into. Like 20 in a row. 20 cuts in a row he missed. So you're going to say he ain't got game either? Oh, all right then. So don't say that about Tony Romo. Oh my God! Like you're gonna have to give your Eagles putter back. What is your deal? <laughs> what did like? What did Romo do to you to like get this infatuation? Watching with him? him shoot two under par on Thursday completely changed how I see. So him you now don't on believe? All right. So you don't believe? Like we've all had that magical round. You don't believe that that was his? Nah. Right. Nah. Because if you do, if you do that once. You can do it again. And it's not like 70 is the lowest score he's ever put up there. You know what I mean? So now it's all – what is every – everything that we do, everything that athletes do is all about getting comfortable being uncomfortable. So Tony had never shot two under par in a PGA Tour event. It was great. Ever. Never even sniffed it. So guess what? The dude goes out and does it, and on Friday, never been in this situation before and feels – an a uncomfortable level he's never felt before. Right, and a tour, a tour player would have. What? Correct. Welcome to what every PGA Tour pro has gone through at some point, at some level, in some event. Every tour player has gone through it. Every tour player has at one time probably shot 65 or 64, even 63 in a tournament, and now try to follow it up. Most guys don't the first time they do it. Most guys don't. But that's their uncomfortable. So seeing Tony do this, it just made me go, wow. It's the no, same thing. No, seeing Tony do this made you fall in love. Nah, man, because don't forget, I, I always go back to go. if it's Tony and Steph in a PGA Tour event going toe-to-toe, I'm taking Steph. Man, do, all the, do all of your friends know how many allegiances you have? Yes. All right. 
They all hear this. They all have heard me say this. This is, you know me better than any, you know me better than almost everybody. All right. You know there is nothing that I will say here that I won't say in front of someone's That's face. That's very true. So all of my guys, when I talk to all of these dudes, remember, it was me who was telling Dowie Vanderwalk <laughs> when he was like, if Steph yes. breaks 79, I'm going to eat my golf bag. And I was like, Dowie. Bro, let me. Okay, calm down here, dude. Because I'm recording this, like, and I'm gonna put this out there. Like, you don't want to say that. This dude, you don't. I'm telling you, I've seen this guy's game. You don't understand. Ah, he got nothing. Okay, all right, stupid. And now he still hasn't even eaten the front panel of his golf bag yet. Which yeah, but it's leather because then a, he can digest it. Yeah, it's a little bit unrealistic. I know, but he just even faked one bite. Like you, at least got to eat some leather, dude. You got to have something. A little right. bit. So yeah. we we are going to pivot off your Romo man crush. <laughs> Stop! You're the Romo. Into... Look, you're the bro guy. You're the freaking yeah. What, you, what are their remember, names? Remember Tahoe, Brad and Chad. Brad and Chad. Never yes. forget Brad and Chad. <laughs> um, <laughs> look, I showed L Duncan my my Sports Center co anchor. I made a joke on air about Phil being a ripped athlete now, and she didn't believe me. She, like, laughed at me on air. So during commercial break, I showed her a picture, and she couldn't believe it. Uh-huh. You saw it up close and personal. Holy cow, this dude's gotten the 12-pack. All right, so what What did? What secrets did Phil give you? He's not eating. What do you mean? He's, he's not eating nothing. What do you mean he's not eating? Like, he goes on five-day and six-day fasts now. Remember how I told you how Kelly Slater wanted me to do the 10-day? Phil did a, a six-day. So the first time he did it was right before the, the Ryder Cup. Oh, it was the right? No. no. Yeah. He just did one this year, didn't he? Or it was the Open. It was the it was Open. Right, it, yeah. was the open. Yeah. it was the Open. It was the Open. Because that's where – and I saw when he first – I was like, dude, bro, you're losing a lot of weight. You look fantastic. And then he showed me a picture of him without a shirt on, like doing a pull-up. And I was like, dude, you can almost see like six-pack abs here. Like, you're kind of close. He was like, yeah, man, I'm feeling kind of good. I lost 15 pounds in six days and stuff. And now he has gotten, like, super fit and crazy. he's doing crazy workout stuff. There's a problem, though. He's not eating. No, that's not the problem. I'm, I'm talking about there's a problem with his golf now. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's horrible. You'd think it would make him better. Tony Romo beat the snot out of him on first day. So, he, like, what does that tell you? He's just not eating. Nah, nah. And him and Steph were talking about it too because, of course, at the end when we were done playing, we do the interview where it's the three of us again up on a balcony, and Steph's boy comes out with a bucket of fried chicken. <laughs> like the good kind that was made by Chef Thomas Keller there. Like, yeah, sure. Oh, dude, it was it was so evil and mean and torturing at the same. Because me and Phil were like, for real, did you just bring out a bucket of fried chicken? But Steph was like, yeah, but I did a workout this morning that killed eight, that burned 1,800 calories. So Steph looks the way he looks because he does workouts that burn 1,800 calories. Phil does two workouts, but he ain't eating nothing because he was still trying to lose weight. Yeah, but that's not healthy. In a way, it's not. In I a know way, what the it intermittent is. fasting is and all of that, but what he's doing isn't healthy. Well, it it is the first couple of times you do it. And, like, look, I can't knock Kelly Slater because I don't see that dude, and he does 10-day fast all the time. He What, he just drink water? Yeah. Wow. He does this whole, like, he does that, I guess everyone, women call it the Beyonce thing, where you drink, like, a tea that's lemon 
cayenne pepper and honey, and that's it for ten days. And and Kelly told me about it. Like, well, there's one, of- one that's been, there. There's a famous one that you that you mix. Yeah, you mix water with the cayenne pepper, the honey, and the lemon juice. Yes, there, there, there's a it. famous one. It's called that's the, the Beyonce. Um, no, no, Beyonce didn't start it. There was a book about it back. In the oh, day. I don't know. If she started it, but it was like something or whatever. But that's what Kelly still does. Those and basically what it does is it resets your yeah, system. it resets your whole body. Correct to its natural state. Correct. It's like it's yeah, it's a giant reset button, which is kind of wild to think of. But then I looking at Phil going, this dude lost fifteen pounds so, in six days, and he is health. He feels fantastic. His numbers are amazing. Like he's talking about now, him and Amy are going on hikes and stuff like that, and spending more time just being out and doing. So he's got crazy energy. So about eight nine years ago, I tried that one. Really, I tried because there, there was a guy in Why Dallas radio. Do there was a guy in Dallas radio who did it. And I'm like, oh, this sounds interesting. I'm going to try it to reset my body. And about four days in, this was when we still lived in Dallas. So yeah, about nine years, eight nine years ago now. About four or five days in, when you're doing it, like the third or fourth day, you're so weak and you almost feel like you have the flu because your body is fighting all this weird stuff. And my wife asked, "Is like you got to stop." But, really? yeah, if you hit the other side of yes, the fourth see? day, you're yes. a brand new person. But I, I, I was still working in what I literally was so weak um, because I couldn't get to the other side of it. Yes. Yeah, I was just that doing was, that out of curiosity. That was the oh, one thing I think that it's I called, been told. Day I think it's two? called the master cleanse. Okay. So called. day two, Phil said, is the was the hardest for him where he actually he goes, I allowed myself five macadamia nuts. Which to which Steph Curry was down on literally on one knee laughing <laughs> so hard at that the way he's like no man no this ain't real like he was on one knee couldn't breathe laughing so hard when Phil was like all right I did cheat on day two I had five macadamia nuts and I was like wait did you just say wait how many wait and Steph is like can't breathe going is this are you is this real are you making this up and I'm like I know he's not making it up. So you know, you know what it sounds like Phil could use butcher box. Ooh. Every month, butcher box delivers humanely raised, hundred percent grass fed beef, free range organic chicken right to your door. I've had butcher box. They sent me some. I cooked it up for Father's Day, and it was fantastic. All of it, the chicken, the steak, amazing. Put it on the grill one Father's Day. Put some marinade on it. It was the best. And this month, ButcherBox is offering new members $20 off your first order. Plus, when you sign up at ButcherBox.com slash Maddie, you get this. That's right. In addition to all the great meat, you get a box and throw it in. Oh, here's another one. They're going to throw in two pounds of free ground beef in every box for the life of your subscription when you go to ButcherBox.com. Slash Maddie. So Phil, if you're listening, butcherbox.com slash Maddie gets you an extra two pounds of free ground beef. When we come back, typically when we throw the bird at a golf course, we just do it all the time. <laughs> this dude got suspended for three years. That more next on Maddie and the Caddy. Welcome back to Maddie and the Caddy. You know, growing a business is hard, especially when you're wasting hours a day moving data from emails to spreadsheets. Stuff can just happen. Now, you can get help without lifting a finger. 
Zapier can do it. Zapier is the easiest way to automate all of your work. It connects all of your business software and handles everything. No more wasting your time on tasks that you know could be automated because that's exactly what Zapier does. Just go to our special link, zapier.com slash Maddie, and connect the apps that you use most and let Zapier take it from there. It instantly engages with leads, send them to CRM or spreadsheet, and then notify your team. It's a fantastic app. Join more than 4.5 million people who are saving an average of 40 hours per month using Zapier. Right now, through November, try Zapier free by going to our special link, Zapier, Z-A-P-I-E-R dot com slash Maddie. That's Z-A-P-I-E-R. ER.com slash Maddie for your 14 day trial. Zapier.com slash Maddie. All right. Um, Phil needs to gain weight and he'll be better. But right now, because he's so skinny, his swing is messed up and it's going to stay messed up for a while, which is why he's been so horrifically inconsistent. Yeah, you left us with that at the break. Give me more. He's frustrated. He's really frustrated. And you know when here's the beauty of Phil. The beauty of Phil is his brutal honesty. Yep. When he's like, "My golf lately has sucked. It's been horrible, and it's not acceptable." But the problem is, if if he looked back on history, re, uh, recent history, yeah, Carl Patterson did decided. You know what? I'm fat. I don't want to be fat. Yeah, but they got to get used to their new body. But that's the problem. When you lose weight too fast, it's not getting used to it. It's that gaining weight takes time. From a fat guy, I'll be the first to tell you because I wasn't always this way. So it took, and this is one of the things that I didn't think about either. Like when I started working back out again, doing some exercising, my trainer guy was like, "Look, man, it it didn't take you two weeks to get that fat, so you ain't losing it in two weeks." That's a good point. Well, with the golf swing, if you're playing golf every day and you're slowly getting fatter, then every <laughs> – you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. your your swing is slowly changing, very slowly. But you're you're adapting to it in that slow manner, and you don't even notice it. That's right. You don't notice it at all. So now you take 30 pounds off of your body in a month, and your swing is like, nah, we still got the fat guy swing. The problem is now your arms and everything about your body are in completely different positions than they were in as a fat guy. It's just not your arms don't even hang the same because there's no, no belly to keep yeah, there's pushed no out. Girth. There's no girth. There's no girth. So you look and feel amazing and you think to yourself, I should be able to just go get it. But your subconscious and your body is like they're still in the I'm the fat guy swinging a golf club. And that's what Phil's going through. I like his You want another example that's perfect? Remember when David Duvall got to world number one? Yeah. And he went on a tangent working out? This dude gave himself vertigo. Like It's also like these guys. I mean, it's like the guys that we see. When Rory was pudgy, he was dominant. When he became... Workout, Rory, when he, he came started a, getting a little hurt. A free safety? Yeah, same with Jason Day. I mean, it's yeah. what happens. These guys, they're used to the one body coming up, then they get the money and the trainers and all of that, and then they change their physique, and inherently that's going to change your mechanics. Well, yeah, here's the thing with if your body is not already built. Like, 
Brooks Kepka is the freak on the PGA Tour right now because he is already built like a linebacker. Correct. So he's been working out for a while. Cameron Champ, same thing. Like, dudes, there are dudes, Dustin Johnson might not look like it, but that brother is redneck strong. Like, Oh, yeah, and there's a difference. Yeah, there's a huge difference. But what you know what DJ hasn't done? DJ hasn't tried to bulk up. Like, Rory... Rory looks fantastic, but it took him a long time from when he went from baby fat to, like, yoked Rory to get used to this swing. And then he was changing equipment in golf ball. So there were all these different factors. With Phil, it's all just body. And it's just going to take him – it's going to take him a while and a lot of work, like reps after reps. But if this keeps him young and in shape – He's got the time to do it, I think. And you know what? The fun that he's having now on social media, and he knows, it's like, here's another example of a guy who lost a lot of weight, did his thing, and and then it paid off in the long run, VJ Singh. Yeah. Yeah, and he's a noted workout freak. Oh, now, but he didn't used to be. Used to be a little pudgy. All right, we uh, pudgy, so we're coming up against it here. Yeah, Uh, we got to talk about this three-year suspension. Yeah, give me. Go ahead. It's a bit absurd. Well, you shouldn't okay. look. You shouldn't outwardly be flipping off the gallery, which I find kind of funny. But no, three I don't years, have a problem with that either. But three, come on. I don't have a problem with him doing that, even though it was on live TV. Listen, <laughs> how long? Here's the thing. First, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going to give Brandon Chambly some credit. Oh, big day out of you. I know, man. I know. He still has not unblocked me. <laughs> I think somehow you'll get over it. Nah, I whatever. I don't care about that. I'm actually proud that he blocked me and that he like won't confront me because he's scared. But he, that being said, I still respect him and his golf knowledge. And he did some research and said he found not this Brandon Chambly, and he put this on Twitter because I, you know, he don't know I got burner accounts. He got nine. He found nine Class D felonies. Felonies that impose less of a prison sentence than what Bird, what Bio Kim was given. Oh uh, yeah, he just. I'm looking at the Twitter right now. He goes, the Korean, the Korean PGA Tour has suspended Bio Kim for three years after he flipped off a fan using their cell phone in his swing. Randall said, just for reference, I looked and found nine Class D felonies that impose less of a minimum prison sentence. Felonies, felonies. Now. This is why I have such a problem with, like, people that are like, oh, how dare he use such an obscene gesture. What does it mean? I And I had a, a judge say this to someone in court that I saw and was like, whoa, because someone said he flipped me off. And the judge goes, well, what does that mean? Like, when he sticks his middle finger at you, what, what does that have a meaning? Does it, does it have a meaning to it? Because if you check, no, it really doesn't. You can take it to mean what you want. <laughs> it to mean my problem is how long have cell phones been around oh gosh a while 20 years you're telling me you still don't know how to turn your ringer off on a cell phone cell phones we could we could do a whole podcast on cell phones and just how horrific they are i'm look i i am fine with cell phones being at golf tournaments but i am also the i am also someone who says if you do something stupid and forget to turn your ringer off, then whatever happens to you, meh. I just oh well. I hate the society where we always got to have our cell phones on. It's got to have I them for everything. 
I agree with I that in a sense. I do. I mean, look, I they're useful that. tools, and I'm one of them. Like I'm, I'm, I use it a lot, and I listen. I'm, I wish that we could have our cell phone out at Augusta because if I'm down at number twelve or thirteen, and something happens, there's no way for anyone to tell me you need to get to the media center right now. Sir, I'm, I'm still deciding whether or not you belong at Augusta. Forget, <laughs> <laughs> forget you plus your cell phone. So messed up. Did I not get the jacket for the Twitter show? Did I not go spend eight hundred dollars and buy two jackets because it was suggested? They made you Am get blazers right is my they favorite. Didn't, oh, they didn't make me. They didn't make me. They, they only do? suggested. They strongly suggested. It's my favorite Maddie Nagani jacket story in the year show. plus we've been doing this that the day after like, um, we're not telling you you have to. <laughs> right. You, right. They basically right. just give you the bio cam or bio cam. <laughs> they give you the bio cam. They're like, sure. Yeah. We would, we Three would years. prefer it if you. Three, like that's. Like, there's people taking each other's heads off in football, and they're getting 11 games. I just don't understand. I don't know. And and I'm not going to buy the whole, like, it's a society thing. No. Like, I'm not. You everything on society. No, I'm saying, like, or, I'm sorry. I, I should say, I don't, I don't want to sound dismissive to culture because I'm sensitive to every culture is different, and every culture has different 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 ways that they do things and look at things and react to things like there are words in australia that we don't use here in england that we think is one of the most offensive words ever and they just throw it around willy-nilly like that's fine bloody apparently in no no rhymes with run (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i'm the run of the litter (laughs) right so i'm not trying to like I, I don't want to be dismissive of that, and I don't want to come come off as as insensitive because I, I am sensitive to every culture's traditions. Yeah, but you're not going to tell me that flipping someone the bird is a tradition that warrants a three year suspension right. that the PGA Tour is considering upholding too, um. because then that's empowering. You're going so if someone wants to mess a player up, all they got to do is make a noise with a cell phone, and if the player reacts, the player gets punished. Like what happens to the fan? That's it's it's horse. It's a bunch of bull. It's I a agree. bunch of bull. And I think that the person that had the cell phone that doesn't know how to turn it off, they're a runt too. There it is, runt. It is. All right, so <laughs> we, we've got to get the next podcast we're going to do for programming. Note: You and I will both be in Scottsdale to junior PGA event. We will bring bring your equipment. We'll do a podcast from there. Oh, absolutely. We'll have Andy on. Yes. We'll have Andy North. We'll have, yes. Dottie, we'll have Dottie Pepper. Yes. We'll have the whole crew. It'll be fun. It's a great idea. All right. So the next podcast is coming. It might be late. It might be late. but it's It gonna... might be late because y'all aren't getting out there until Thursday of next week. No, I get out. No, I don't. No, you're wrong on all that. No, no, no. It's not going to be until. It's not going to be until like the 14th. Oh, okay. Or every other week mode right now until we oh, get back. Okay, you cool, see what cool, I mean? Cool. You got it? We're getting yeah. out there. Wait, we're not doing a podcast the week of my birthday. When's your birthday? Next Tuesday. That's right, the 8th. Yeah, man. Libra, baby. All right, well. I balance the scales. I'll I co- still can't believe that you did, be, can't believe that I was on the side that I am with the whole Romo no, no. sponsor's a, invitation thing. There was a lot today. Lot to see? digest. I, gotta, I know, man. I gotta go do, I'm going to go do a Call of Duty commercial. Oh man! 
If I get, if I get my hands on any games, I'll send them to your kids. Please, please I do. I found I did find out from Steph Curry because my ten year old goes ask Steph if he plays any online games so we can play together. Oh, you got his handle? He doesn't play any. Oh, none. That'd have been good. And Phil Mickelson showed me part of the fireside chat with Larry David that did not make it onto the air. I mean, it's amazing. It was, oh my gosh. Larry David talking about Phil Mickelson missing the U.S. Open at Aaron Hills for his daughter's graduation. And it was like I couldn't breathe. I was on one knee in the middle of the golf course. It was awesome. We'll find something to do for your birthday, I promise. Okay. All right, brother. Good talking to you. Appreciate the download and listen. Again, the social media at Maddie and Caddy, M-A-T-T-Y, the word and C-A-D-D-I-E. See if you, if you yell at me on Twitter, we, we look at it. And then when we you, ba- when you back down on it, we look at that as well. Appreciate the download, listen, spread the word, tell your friends. We will see you in about a week and a half for the next Maddie and Caddy. Thanks for listening to Maddie and the Caddy. Check out more great ESPN podcasts in the ESPN app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Maddie and the Caddy.